You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Final Beaver Studios, it's the Rome Podcast, Quarantine Edition. I'm your host, Rome LeBeau. And I'm Rob Cast. Cast. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, 251 episodes, I figure maybe I'll do another one. Why not? Why not? Why not? At least one more. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, like, it's weird when you get the people asking, so it's like, so are you guys done that yet? <laughs> Yeah, like, is there a point to all this? We're like, you know, I, I got my buddy who had texted me there from Ottawa. And he was just like, "It's like, what's going on?" I'm like, you know, you know, holidays and then family stuff. And he's like, "Oh, is that why you haven't been on the podcast?" It's like, <laughs> wait, that's good. Yeah, well, I, sometimes I, it's nice to take a break, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I got, I got, I got other people that like don't reach out at all. Like, Man, I missed you. What have you been up to? I'm like, I fucking post live every <laughs> week for thirty minutes. <laughs> If you're really, again, it's not, I don't get too personal, but you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's, you can hear welcome, from me. Welcome to bowel movements with Rob Cass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I really missed your voice. What? Really? No, no, you haven't. <laughs> We're going to talk about the difference between a clincher and a clinker. A clinker. Yeah. <laughs> Sploosh and a caploosh. <laughs> and, and oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's um, a lot. By the way, there's a lot of TikTok videos of of guys. Yes, installing. There are some women, of course, who are installing them, but the, there's guys installing bidets and using them for the first time and recording <laughs> their live reactions. Yes, they turn the water on. Oh, it's fantastic. That Actually, could be a, that could be a jarring experience for your first experience, like for your first time trying it. You, it's not a feeling you're used to. No, it's not. I can honestly, because I actually, I am now that I'm into my new home or mm-hmm. finished the renovation, I actually hooked up my bidet last week. I was going to talk about, we ran out of time last week, but I was going to bring it up. Man, you don't know what it, you got till it's gone, right? <laughs> like I don't, and, and I've been preaching this forever, right? I've been, I've been on, you know, when I got my, my wife got it for me for a Valentine's gift a couple of days, a couple of years ago. And I just won't go back. Like I, I went back this summer. Terrible, terrible, terrible. It's the way to go. You don't, you still have to buy toilet paper because you're going to want to dab yourself dry after. Right. But man, you clean. Yeah. See, I, I'm a big dude, so I couldn't afford the model that was made for me. I think it's called the cavity cleanser 3000. <laughs> the ditch is a little too big. <laughs> and then, you know, the, uh, the reverse ceiling fan needed just to dry me off. <laughs> Yes, I got one of those. I got the one of those air movers you put on your floor. You know the ones where you, you know, when the insurance company comes in when you get flood damage. Yeah, <laughs> I just, got one of those. The whole Marilyn Monroe thing where it just comes up a vent. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, so there's a lot of that going on. But uh, anyways, sidetracked. Yes. Anyway, yeah. But dang, some, and again, I'm not. I'm not. We're not endorsed by them. But if they want to, they can. They they can hit us up. Well, I'll put the info at the end of the show. But the yeah, it's uh, it'll change your life, man. And again, I don't know. I'm not that I'm. Uh, I mean, uh, one of these groundbreaking people. But I've gotten this conversation. I I had a conversation with a uh, with a mutual friend of ours. You see this new the new Manscaped shaver? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just, and they have uh, no NIC technology. Without exaggeration, I remember being 21 years old, having conversations with all of you saying, you oh, have. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaft you you vouch for me, right? Yeah. Shaft and balls, guys. Yeah. Shaft and balls. Like, Shaft and balls. What the fuck, Rob? <laughs> exactly. And everybody laughed at me. Even a mutual friend of ours, Fab, I, we were at a house party. I'm like, yeah, of course, shave the shaft and balls. It's the way to go. Even mow the lawn a little bit. Don't go baby, but you mean just trim, make it trim the green. And they came out and they gave me like a pink ladies razor. Oh, here you go for when you're shaving your balls, fucking idiot, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then now there's an entire industry. Right now, if you don't, people look at you weird. I'm not saying I'm the Christopher Columbus of shaving genitals, but I, you know, I'm, I was there. I was on the Mayflower. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Now, granted, was I doing it for aesthetics to make things look bigger or small, whatever the case, whatever, that's my business. But you know, and for whatever my reasons were, I stumbled across something and uh, whether it was out of boredom or just, um, yeah, now basically they're, 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 how do you put that? They're, uh, it's accepted. Yeah. Well, the, when you, the subliminal messaging, and that's where I was trying to go. The subliminal messaging is right. Well, you better, you better trim it down. Otherwise you won't put it in her mouth. That's what they're trying to say. That's what they're trying to say. It's not gonna, it's not gonna happen no. anymore. Maybe no. a little more. Right. So I'm sure the, the, uh, our LGBTQ friends are, are very happy. Oh, they're they're they're, they're generally yeah, they're a tidy bunch. Yeah, um, so I'm sure they're very heavy. But like for the for the hetero clan, the guys are sitting there going, "Hey, baby, look, yeah, yeah, yeah," and it'll be impressive for like all of five seconds. And she'll be like, "Did you take the garbage out?" Exactly. Wow. <laughs> and we talked about the helicopter spin or the or sorry, the light switch. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I saw I, that there's one where the dude was like, um, he had a, a little container, he had an egg in it, and his finger was going a million miles an hour. It's because he had one of those, uh, you know, those muscle massage tools, right? Right, and he had palmed it. Oh, uh, where the where the top where his uh, index finger was basically riding that ball, but the finger, the end of the finger was in the cup. Right, so it was, and we, <laughs> like, it was just crazy, right? <laughs> and then you see the guys like, uh, I, 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 I gotta try this. I gotta try this. <laughs> and, you know, in the next shot, there she's in the washroom slamming the door. He's like, "Honey, I'm sorry." He's like. I, she's like, uh, I didn't know you could do that. She's like, I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> well, I get, and again, back, just curving it back. Uh, when I say throw crazy, again, a bidet, our European listeners are going, well, yeah, of course. A bidet, Rob. Yeah, yeah, like, of course. Yeah. This is not new. Um, so they stopped, they started using bidets the second they stopped sharing sponges in the Roman bathhouses. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's North America. We're fucking animals. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They call us shitbacks. Because when you wipe your ass, it's like where you where they they think they're wiping it. We're wiping it up our backs. It's it's gross. Anyway, yeah. So, but my this is this is what I'm I'm trying to say here. Get a bidet, fuck sakes, uh, and, and just try it. And even find somebody that has one and try it. And and even remember when I was living down south, I'm like Roman, you got to try my bidet. He's like, no. I'm like, it's not a thing that comes. It's not sharing a dildo. It's it's water. So it's not like we're sharing that. It's not like something's going to touch my parts and then you'll use it after me and then touch your parts and then I'll use it after you. And t- it's not a bar of soap. It's just fucking water. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine for, for uh, the, the skinny to mid-sized people, the <laughs> heavier sucks. people. We've, 
got some separation anxiety to deal with. Mid-sized uh, family sedan and, guy. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then some chafing afterwards. You could write all you want, but you know, you, you get us uh, you, you get us a little moist on the backside. Yeah, you better be breaking out the cornstarch. Okay. Right, <laughs> we'll so it's, it's, it's not the same when you're a really big guy. It's, it's, it was like, oh, the bidet is great. Yeah, it's, it's great. I, I use a fucking fire hose and that might have the same effect. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like I, I think it's great for everybody, but I mean, if you can, if you can't, uh, if you can't, yeah, we're we're not judging if you can, but I'm saying if you can, do yourself a favor. Yeah, It'll change you don't your need, life. The technology's changed. In, in the past, you needed two separate, you know, you had a, needed Units. a toilet, yeah, and you needed a bidet. But the technology's changed so much that you can now attach it, and it makes sense that it's all in one unit, right? Yeah, like yeah, mine cost sixty bucks Canadian. Like it wasn't, and if you want to go crazy, you can get like a five thousand dollar Japanese toilet. Yeah, yeah, those that's all the old ones with all the buttons there. But the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that all the bells and whistles. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm telling you, just and again, it's it's you hook up, it's it's hot and cold water. Don't only hook up the hot water because you will scold your <laughs> your asshole. There's something you don't want to. Oh, <laughs> and, and and the cold water because you know it's like you know when you turn your tap on to wash your hands and it's cold at first because the hot water. Oh yeah, yeah. Get, if you get like that cold water shot. Yeah, you do every right. time. You, you, you like it's happened before where you've you've let go of a big clinker and that we've had the splashback. Yeah, yeah, right. And you're and you clench so hard that even your prostate's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I, I compare it to Olympic diving. You're always going for no splash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why I compare it to Olympic diving, and I don't know why I told you guys that, but that's where we are, I guess. Okay. So, anyways, the the bidet. Bidet. Was, Use a bidet. Good. And again, you didn't. Fucking believe me when it came to shaving balls. That was a billion dollar industry around it. Yeah. So let's clean your asshole. Shave your balls and clean your asshole. Fuck sakes, people. <laughs> if, you, if you take one thing away today. Anyway, let's get on to something else. Um, well, I want to talk about like the uh, uh, the boomer forward. Boomer forward. And this is, uh, this is also going to kind of tie into information traveling around social media. Yeah. So right now, okay. there's a lot of stuff going on. People believing stuff that isn't true. Conspiracy theories. You know, leading to people storming buildings they shouldn't be storming. So uh, it made me laugh that I saw a post today from my mom's friend, <laughs> and it was a, a nice, lo- lovely young couple. And it said, uh, "Help!" It said uh, she found this photo outside of Costco. Looks like a loving couple, and it must be a great memory. It says, "Mom and Dad, 1955." We could pass this around. We could find out who it belongs to, and maybe yeah. reunite them with the photo. So, of course, my mom's friend forwarded the photo because, like, that's the nice thing to do, and it's the right thing to do, right? Of course. The photo is uh, of uh, Marty McFly's parents from Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> their prom photo or somewhere like, like yeah, their prom photo. Uh, so her niece had to say, uh, "Auntie, this is." from the movie back to the future mm-hmm. you know and and they're kind of laughing but it's just like but there's a lot of misinformation yes you know government wise or deep state wise all that stuff is being forwarded by the older crowds because they believe a lot of it is it real. Just take they take it at face value information, right like uh my mom did one too she post she posted one and she said, uh, many of you won't post this uh photo yes of Jesus, but i believe the guilt one yeah yeah, yeah. And it was it wasn't Jesus, it was Ewan McGregor from Yes, yes. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi Star Wars. <laughs> and I had to tell my mom, like, that's not Jesus, Bob. That's <laughs> Ewan McGregor. That's Obi Wan like, no, Kenobi. Jesus. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Take a good look. Jesus <laughs> wasn't in train spotting. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And again, it, yeah, it's a, it's just blindly just forwarding shit without any thought or any rhyme or any reason. It's it's almost like, and again, it's it's not a lot of fault. Again, we're right behind them. We're Generation X, so we're not. I'm sure yeah, we uh, we have a mix of old school and new school. We're the only generation that could bridge both sides. Yeah, yeah and we exactly. vet our information, and we just kind of look at it and go, "Somebody sent me something." Go, hang on. Yeah, you know, because most gen- generation Xers are either uh, ended up in prison, the military, you know, yeah. they they stab somebody. You know, at least one person who ended up in jail for killing somebody. That's we were latchkey kids. Yep. You know, the dare to get off drugs. All that shit failed. Yes. Right. We were left alone for our own devices. We learned to figure shit out for ourselves. It trickled down economics. Exactly. <laughs> so the the generation after us were extremely coddled. Now those <laughs> that generation, the millennials, have kids, Generation Y. They're entitled yeah. and they have no knowledge. So they think they know everything and then they'll protest for everything. But they, it's kind of like that's why them and the boomers don't get along. Because yeah. they're telling, like, the boomers are like, oh, you think you know everything and you wreck this world. And the boomers are like, you have no knowledge yet. You have all the confidence in the world. Yeah, well, that's like that's like us when we grew up. We had our boomer parents tying us into what was known as the greatest generation to ever know. Like, you know, the ones from World War II. And they literally anointed them. So, and again, it, it was World War II, absolutely. Like, they went through stuff that we will never, ever even understand so but again when you're compared when you have greatest generation ever then the baby boom when everything is so hunky-dory if you're white male and straight um and then generation x rolls around <laughs> like there was how do you follow that <laughs> yeah well then but we were told wait we were told wait on everything we were told that we would be next in line when all the boomers retire but yes. the boomers never retired in fact, a yeah. lot of the millennials are getting the jobs that the boomers that we were supposed to get because all these boomers stayed on. They're like, oh, what? Retirement age? That's just a myth. And now they're on their jobs. So they're well, not only that, it's like it's like I know like people would walk out of leave grade 10 and step into like a comparable like inflation care comparable to 80 to $100,000 a year job. Like yeah, they obviously could, they weren't they making that a family buy a house and all that there. Yeah, and then yeah. and then we were we were still able to do that but then the generation after millennials did just they were fucked they, yeah well no that's just it yeah like our generation could like i know again i'm using it like they weren't making eighty thousand in 1970 they were like that's just using inflation right like so it, it's comparable today that you could just drop out in grade 10 and then start a job and make 80 to 100k like yeah. in i mean you can afford your wife didn't have to work your husband didn't have to work if that was the other way around like it was just it was just a crate now, you could effect. still do that today but you'd find that in the labor market. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. You know I mean, you could still do it today, but you you you'd have to bit. And now now these days are all like, well, do you have your papers? And it's just like, are you in a union or do you have your papers? Back in my dad's day, it was just like, can you do the work? Yeah, do the work. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your money. Yeah, exactly. Well, but again, I'm I'm in the trades, and but the thing is too, um, I'm 47, and yes, I have a dirtier trade, but. There's not many guys younger than me in the trades, in my trade. Because yeah, nobody like my wants cousins. My cousins uh, all follow their, their dad's footsteps. They do yeah. what you do. But that, but there again, if I had boys, me and me instead of girls, and yeah. and, and, and so they had an interest. I mean, and I'm, again, I'm not being sexist about the trades. It's just it's different. Don't fucking Jesus. Don't cancel me because I. <laughs> You're supposed to say don't at me. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Hardly my faux pas. Yeah, so Take my, my pretty name out of your mouth. I think my, I think my uncle has like 
six, seven, eight kids. I don't know. Is so it, one of them or two of them. So there's there's up three the of them that are doing yeah. the uh, that are doing the same yeah. job he was doing, and they're apparently really good at it, which is cool. Uh, well, sure, yeah, because again, you're 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 born into it. But my dad was a, a house builder, and then his uh, his main taper was his cousin. Yeah, right? and, and and also too doesn't and his like, two sons. Yeah, and you did that for a long time. That was your summer job for as long as I've known you. Well, yeah, but it was you know? there was everything labor doing you know doing everything. Uh, and, uh, you were handy. <laughs> it's handy. Sure the hell ain't handsome. So. <laughs> no, it was handy to have a bunch of boys. I mean, about four boys when you're when you're a contractor, and you just yeah. need some strong teenage backs to break over the summer. <laughs> yeah. So back to this thing, uh, the boomer forwards. <sighs> um, again, I don't think any boomers listening to this, unless we attach this with saying, "Hey, not many people have the guts to post this ruined podcast." <laughs> unless we jedi mind trick them into posting our obi-wan picks <laughs> like um yeah they just automatically just boom it forward and then and then but that also too that has a lot to do with there's a lot of people with the knee-jerk reaction with you know black lives matter no all lives matter and it's just like well why wouldn't all, like it's just a and it's it's almost from a point of innocence right it's like yes i understand what you're thinking but that's not what it's meant by all this. It's almost like when they're, uh, with, I saw one guy posting a boomer. Um, what about straight pride? It's like, oh, fuck your image. Just shut up. I'm like, fucking, <laughs> like, God damn it. Like, no. And you know I, I get you it. You know what? You know what? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. You know, we're going to change the rules. Yes. We're going to have a straight pride parade. Now think about what I just said. Okay. Yes. We're going to have a straight pride parade. You're going to march down the street. Singing, you know, like we're straight or we're happy. You know what's gonna happen? Somebody's gonna look at that parade and go, "That looks pretty fucking gay to me." <laughs> exactly. You will never have your straight pride parade, right? I'm, and I've our LGBTQ it. friends will be like, "We still win." You hey, fuckers are in a parade. I, I I said this before when uh, I remember years ago when I was playing football and a friend of mine he was starting the um, uh, straight not narrow thing and he's uh, I mean. Mm -hmm. He's and he was really he's really um, uh, supportive and he and he brought along the rest of us and and again so you're you're supporting the gay community but then I, and then he's like well yeah but also too he goes so you play football it's like the most macho thing you do I'm like what like football is the gayest thing I've ever done and, I, and <laughs> it's like you're showering with forty dudes and we're all not fucking quarterbacks and and fucking DBs here you know what I mean like you get look at a football field. Now imagine all those guys naked yeah. together <laughs> in a shower. Like it's just that the whole goal is to I give you my ball and I run I run and I try to hug you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> run you down and hug you to the ground. It's again. It's, it's just it's, an aggressive hug. That's what it a is. tackle is. Yeah, it's it's again. It's the I've seen the gayest shit in fucking locker rooms, and it's just oh, it's all guys just fooling around. It's like, yeah, man. But if you did that on the fucking street, you'd be. Fuck it. Like, so what? Like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> you know, well, just, back in the day, if you did on the street, you'd get your ass cooked. These days, they'd be like, well, are you, oh, just be you, man. I'm not, it's not me, but you be you. Just be, yeah, get your dick out. People are far more understanding these days than they were before. <laughs> but that's, again, I'm that proud was, of you, but uh, it's not for me, but thank it's you. It's not for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too. Yeah. And, and you're in the, you're in a shower with all, shapes and sizes and races and creeds you learn humility humility pretty fucking quick 
Speaking of karate, a little, little white guy from Sudbury, Ontario is, is showering with the brothers. You're like, oh, come on. Yeah, but then there's that one anaconda who walks in, a little white dude is about five feet tall, and you're like, are you like a Play-Doh set? Somebody push you from on top and it just squeezed up. Your <laughs> you squeeze like, what the fuck is that? It's like it's like it's like it's not even big. It's like a cold shot. It looks like a you know those little fucking like like a almost like a Red Bull can. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, why are we fucking talking about this? <laughs> we lost it. That's how guys are. See, that's how guys are. I mean, I've walked into um, I think it was in <laughs> high school, and they had grabbed all the their other body soap and soaped down soaped down the shower. Right. Floor. And they were in, in, in like it would always be like a square, like the whole showering place in the like in the in the high schools. Yeah, yeah. It would be like you'd walk in and there's, there's three walls that have shower heads and they all yeah. point inwards. Well, they would just grease up the floor with their body wash and they would get on their butts and they would push themselves <laughs> off with their feet and slide on their asses on the tiles Bare from ass, one yeah. end to another like a fucking like a race. Yeah, you seeing five guys going. Aah! back and forth like what are you fucking dumb? <laughs> i know and, and, and that's what people think oh when you go into the showers yeah like you said it's a room with nozzles hanging on the wall there's no cubicles there's no privacy there's yeah, no the, the ladies had the uh separations they had the cubicles uh the, the men don't no the men just got like here's a hose hanging out of the wall you know i mean or you or you get the demeaning one with the one thing in the middle of the room yeah that has like four nozzles hanging yeah yeah <laughs> So basically, you're all standing around this fucking. <laughs> it's just being a like, dude, like super troopers. Yes. No, no, no like starship troopers. Where yes, 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 showering yes. together. It's essentially that. Yeah, or or the old uh, the old arenas and the old um, uh, stadiums with the pee troughs. Uh, <laughs> it's not even a urinal. It's no separator. You don't even have your own urinal. It's just a big trough full of ice that that's guys you pull just out your. Uh, that's when you do your, your your letter Kenny and you go somebody's eyes kind of wander over and you go eyes on your own work chief <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, it, yeah exactly it just it, it's I don't know because I remember it's, the first time being a kid like first time like, being tw- no no first time using a, a trough like that at a at a I think it was at a, a Montreal Toronto Maple yeah. Leafs game. And it was at the, the Maple Leafs Garden, the old Maple Leafs Garden. They had those big troughs, right? Yeah. And I walked up. At least I believe that's where it was. Unless we were in Montreal, but I'm sure that's where it is. And as I walked up, I was about, maybe I was about 13, 14 years old. Shy kid. You know, your body's still changing. So, yes. Man-sized body with a child-sized dick, you know, until puberty kicks in. So, yes. You know, so you're just kind of like, you're shy and you're kind of leaning forward. And then your dad's behind you like, I know it's so far over there. He's like, fuck off, dad. You know, and then yeah. you, and then you kind of, cause you're nervous. You look around and I looked over, I looked at the guy next to me and all I saw was this fucking arm sticking out of his pants. <laughs> right? And I just kind of like, Oh, for a second, I realized I caught myself and I just kind of, I accidentally looked up and I, and I caught him right in the eyes. And I swear to God, this guy just looked at me like with all the confidence in the world, you know, nodded his head forward. He's like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> stuck that thing back in my pants. I'm like, I'm out of here, man. I, yeah, this is it. This is, I'll, I'll piss myself. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, okay. So I, this episode has been a, lot, a little bit more lighthearted. And we have, I know our go to is like the dick and shit jokes, but come on, people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you haven't figured that out about us, you mean we're not a political show unless we talk about politics every damn week. But then when we don't, we're going to talk about our wieners. That's a guarantee. Yeah. <laughs>
who's running for office and my wiener. <laughs> that's that's right. So we'll see what happens this week. Uh, yes. Wednesday's the big show. Yep. Wednesday's big show when this show is released. So if something terrible happens and this, you download the show Thursday morning, we have no idea. So don't blame us for being ignorant about not talking about something because it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, we, exactly. we, unlike the boomer forward pitcher, we're not in back to the future. <laughs> so, um, you want to take care of, uh, get a little, uh, unsolicited advice going before we sure take off this week. All right. And again, my, uh, my caveat when I read these, um, the, I'm reading these verbatim. It, the grammar is the grammar. So don't throw me under the best. Don't, what do they, what'd you say at me? Under the bus, not the best. Th- don't throw me under the best. Don't throw me under the bus. The bus. Okay. Don't throw me under the bus or don't at me if, uh, if uh, you do not like the grammar. All right, here it goes. I have a girlfriend who I, whom I care a lot about. She would do anything in the world for me. We hang out all the time and she's my best friend. For Christmas this year, my family went to the Bahamas with another family we're very close with. That family has a daughter two years younger than me. Um, Kay, they're going to call this daughter Kay, right? Kay is my sister's best friend. We have known each other basically since birth. One night, we're all sitting at the bar drinking. Everybody went to bed except for Kay and me. The next thing we knew, we were sleeping together. I felt terrible. (laughs) Uh, I texted one of my best friends and told him he asked if I was going to tell my girlfriend. I told him, no, I Googled. Can you cheat on someone that you love? And the article on cheating came up. Uh, I am crazy about this, uh, about this girl. I can't tell her, please help. Okay. So he's crazy about this girlfriend, loves his girlfriend. Apparently he's in the Bahamas. Um, longtime family friend gets drunk with her. Maybe they're a little too comfortable with each other. They fuck. And now he's wondering, can you cheat on somebody you love? Right. But he wants to know, should he tell her, right? Well, he's confused because he's like, wait a second. Yeah, you can getting- cheat on somebody you love. You're not supposed to. That's the whole <laughs> well, point. Okay. Um, I mean, it doesn't mean you don't love them. It's just you're not an honorable dude. Well, the right? thing is, this this is what I this is what I look at it, and this is what I you mean again. You mean if when things get back to normal, my wife goes back if she's at the office and there's some hot dude or whatever there is, and like it, it's okay to see somebody that's good looking. It's that's fine, but there there comes a point when you're like, if you're in love with somebody. And you know what cheating is going to do to them. You mean, it's going to rip it. Like my wife knows if she cheated on me, it ripped my heart out and vice versa. So it doesn't mean like there, there can be a physical spark. It just means like, no, you, you, your, your love for each other is above, but that, you mean like, but yeah, like it, it shows a, um, it's maturity, a lack of character, lack of, yes. lack of maturity. And it's, you know, like it's impulsive, and don't get me wrong. Like a lot of people end up by by doing this. Yes, it does happen, but it doesn't mean that you have to give into it. Now, the fact that you did, and you're like, okay, don't give me shit about not doing it. I've already done it. What do I do? Okay. Well, there's a couple of schools of thought. Yeah, because he's done it now, say, so we can't a lot change. You are like, okay, well, you should just tell her and be honest with her. Well, that's just gonna one probably ruin your relationship, mm-hmm. right? And wreck your life and destroy her. Yes. I've also heard other people say. Don't tell her. If you can guarantee the other person will never say anything and nobody else knows about it, right? 
don't tell her because you're you're literally all you're doing is bringing pain to that to that girl. If you know well, you're never going to do it again. Yeah, and again, I again I wouldn't in the first place, but he's already done it, so we can't help that. Yeah, we can't. Well, we can't I'm not saying this is the advice you should take. I'm saying this is the two schools of thought. Yes. Either you tell her, and you work through it, or your relationship blows up. You be honest, right? Or two, you don't tell her. You bury it. You never cheat on her again. And live with it. And live with you live with it, but you save her that pain. Yes, but that and that's that's what I'm thinking too. And when when someone confesses to cheating, are they being so magnanimous that's like, oh look at me, I'm so honest. But really, they're just they're they're lifting the burden of that guilt. Sometimes off it's that, and sometimes they're so guilt ridden they have to say something. That's and that's the point though. But rather than them live with the guilt, they'd rather have this person live with the hurt of being cheated on. You know what I mean? Like basically I'm here, I'm, I'm going to take this guilt and now I'm going to give you the pain of being cheated on, but at least I don't have the guilt anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I've been living with this a lot. Yeah. I mean, but there's also the right thing to do is like, she deserves some people be like, well, she oh, for sure. You yeah. Know, Cause you did sleep with somebody else. You know, one, get yourself tested. Yeah. Cause like, you're not making it, you know, like you're, you could be bringing something in there. Yeah, you know, and but and then you have to make the decision as a mature person. Okay, look, like uh, we have to be honest with each other and then work through it, you know. Right. Or you you keep that yourself. You stay a hypocrite, but you save her that pain. Now, is that other person going to say something some twenty years down the line? Well, this is this is the big this is the thing here. Like we and again, our main advice is don't fucking cheat. Yeah. But he has, and he's stuck here, and also too. Part of this too might have been. I'm not excusing his actions, but there, I'm sure there's a little bit of forbidden fruit there. Well, that's exactly what it is. But Sister's best remember, friend. You're like, okay, get get past it. Don't tell her. Blah 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 blah. Well, what happens next year, or five years from now, or ten years from now, when you all go back to Barbados together as a family and friends, and you're married? Are you going to not go from now on? No, you're going to want to go with your family, your friends and family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and you're going to be in that situation again. What do you do? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 it's. You're better. Honesty is the best policy, and unfortunately, you can't take back the action. That's the first advice. Don't do it. But now that's done. And again, there's a million reasons why. It's, and again, now your girlfriend. And if you love her this much, and if you're thinking, see, if you don't, you're not thinking about marrying this person. This is a moot point. Like if you're serious enough where you're his girlfriend, right? Not his wife. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Some people can justify saying stuff like, well, I was never married. So I did before marriage doesn't count. Some people can justify that in their heads and then move past it. What if she would have? Yeah. But what if his girlfriend was at home fucking uh, her brother's best friend? Oh, you know, now every day. So basically, that's not the same. All right. I don't swim in dirty waters. Okay. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So so right off the top again, there's a chance because this person is going to be in your life now, especially if they're, they're they're close enough where they're going to Barbados as couple families and growing up together. You're going to see this person. Um, what do you say? Yeah. Tell the girlfriend or not tell the girlfriend. You might be okay with like saying, okay, well let's just pretend never happened. Right, blah, 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 blah. And then what happens if uh, three years down the line, you're at a family reunion or whatever. Well, not family reunion, but <laughs> if you had a get-together again and she's there and she decides, you know get what, I've missed you for three years. Let's do it now. And it's like, get away from me. And she causes drama. Yeah. You know, and you never told 
the person you're with that that happened that, mm -hmm. and you're now you're married well now your fucking marriage is gonna blow up yeah right. so what do you do you tell you tell her or not well i uh, <laughs> I, I think that if you're gonna have a life together you gotta come clean yep it's not gonna be fun or i would say the same thing but if it's just a girlfriend and not like a future possible spouse, right? Don't come clean just to unburden your fucking. Yeah. If you you pack that suitcase, you fucking carry that with you. You mean like don't? Oh, good. I'm glad I got that off my chest. Anyway, what's for dinner? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no. Yeah, it's gonna because that could come back and blow up because he's so like if it was just some random chick at a bar in Dallas. You know, Dallas, different wait, story. Wait a second, weren't you in Dallas last week? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But if it's a, just some person you met, some random place you're never going to see again, all right, you can hold that to your chest. But if somebody you know you're going to run into again, yeah, yeah, and hope fucked. that she doesn't say anything, hope that you don't say anything, hope you don't have those feelings again, hope that she doesn't have. Those and feelings again. and it's just your sister know now. Like like you're now now she's got the guilt of fucking her best friend's brother. Yeah, but you'd be surprised how many of these these women don't tell. Oh, I would and not be surprised. Sister. Like when I would sister. not be surprised. Yeah, I've been in that situation, and I've seen friends in that situation, and it's like they don't tell their best friend because it's just like they'll friends lose are the worst. Friend, friends are the women. Women friends are the absolute fucking worst. They will fuck every single one of their boyfriends, and and <laughs> nobody saw, will tell anybody. It's it's horrible. Yeah, I saw a Family Guy um, clip of like uh, all about women. Yeah, I know Family Guy just skews different groups, right? Yeah, almost particularly about women. And it's just like these two women were sitting down. It's just like, oh my god, I, I can't believe you wore that color. Uh, you know, you you carried so well for a, for a girl who's so uh, who's so manly. You know, and they're pretending like they're complimenting each other, but they're really just really insulting yeah. each other. Yeah. And it went back forth, back and forth, and then two guys next to each other. It was like, hey, nice tie. Hey, thanks, man. Men, we know how to be friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's uh, get out of here. Let's take care of the housekeeping on the social medias, Instagram and Twitter at Roman Pontycast, myself at Robert MMcast, Roman, he's at uh, <laughs> the Roman LeBeau on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, RomanPontycast.com, take it right to our T Public store, get all the possible Roman Pontycast merch on anything you can ever possibly imagine. The networks we're on, the Tangible Network, the EMC Podcast Network, and we're also endorsed by Emotion 14. I implore you to Google all three of those places for excellent podcast content. Tasty nudes? Got any tasty nudes? You can send them to Roman, romanpodcast.gmail.com. I'm a happily married man. I'll take your, I'll look at your tasteful nudes, as long as they're tasteful. Same address, care Rob, romanpodcast.gmail.com. Last but not least, the review reach around. If you'd like to give Roman or Rob a review reach around, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a star rating review and review. We call that the review reach around. That's right. That's a five star. I say every day is okay. Reach around. <laughs> Until next week, I'm Rob Cast. And I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And we'll see you next time. Later. Hi, this is Mark. Congratulations. You have found this amazingly awesome show. Chances are you're listening to it right now on whether it's iTunes or Stitcher Radio or some other mobile app that allows you to stream this amazingly awesome show to your ear holes. And I can't stress how awesomely amazing the show really is. But did you know that you can also catch the latest episode of this show on the Tangibound Network? That's right. Go check out tangiboundnetwork.com. You can look them up and you can listen to it right there. It's even mobile friendly. What more could you ask for? 
which means you can pull it up on your iPhone or your Android, even your Windows phone. Yeah, who has one of those? But still, point remains, you can do it. You can do it. Check it out. Tangibound Network.com. Listen to this show, the latest episode, every time.